3: Sal got it back on the fan. 877 337 6666 is the number to call. We'll get to the baseball. Yankees lose. Look, when the Yankees lose, they they look, I mean, their offense just looks lifeless. And that's the problem that you have with them because they should be much better. But we'll get to the baseball a little bit later on. Uh, and the Mets are losing right now in L.A. to the Dodgers. Shohei Atani was terrific. Uh, again, right out of the gate, as he seems to uh, you know, be, that seems to be the case every time he comes to New York. Let's hope he stays here, whether it be with the Yankees or the Mets uh, next season. But anyway, Mets losing to the Dodgers, maybe the, uh, a spot where Otani could end up next year too in L.A. with the Dodgers as opposed to the Angels. Kershaw doing his thing through four innings uh, against the Mets. So. The Knicks and Rangers in the postseason. You love these postseason series. You love these postseason games. And we had them, you know, it sucks that they're at the same time last night or tonight. I should say I keep doing that because I'm trained with the overnight schedule. But, you know, tonight you had to watch both games at the same time. The Knicks wasn't even really much of a game. That game was over in the second quarter where they get down 20 plus points. And, you know, watching the Rangers dominate the Devils. But, man, this is what it's supposed to be about. I always said I wish I could have—not that I want to be older—but I wish I could have experienced 1994, or even just those late 90s in general. You know, the Rangers going on postseason runs, but '94 in particular—I mean, that's the dream year with the Rangers and Knicks both going to the—you know—to the finals. What a what a thrill that must have been for everybody on the station at that point. Uh, you know, I remember it as a fan, of course, but I wasn't really into the fan at the time. And I just remember loving it, and it was wild. But imagine doing shows and being able to, you know, have uh have the platform to talk about Knicks and Rangers going to the finals. Each of them, obviously, we know we're not going to get that with the Knicks this year. Where we're lucky if they win all round. But it's still fun to have both these two teams in the postseason at the same time. And you think about what could be, what could have been, sure. But what could be, especially after we've had such bad times in particular the nicks really the rangers have had good runs and then they've had a rebuild and then they've had good runs and then they've had a rebuild the Knicks have just been trying to rebuild for 20 years they haven't had anything that resembled a run at all Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. justin is in floral park what's up justin Sally, baby what's going on what a night for the rangers well, just great
4: night for the rangers tonight the nicks ah what are you gonna do I'm telling you, this reminds me uh, when the Smoozer was on, man, '94 mm-hmm. uh, man. Good mm-hmm. times. You got to get, get him back on.
3: Uh, you know, I was thinking now. of that today, actually, Justin. I wanted to tell Rosie to see if we could get Steve on. I wasn't sure if today would be the right night yeah. uh, or what, but I, I, it did cross my mind today. You're exactly right.
4: But uh, great stuff for the Rangers. Uh, you know, Devils did miss a lot of shots. They, you know, that speed, like I told you earlier, still scares me. But Thursday's going to be telling. Uh, if we could even steal another game, that'd be fantastic. You know, the Rangers never like to make it easy for ourselves.
3: But, uh, but that's why I love this game, Justin. You're right. Yeah. The Rangers never make it easy. This was, as far as playoffs goes, this was an easy game. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying it was easy for them. I'm saying no, it was a comforting, it was a comfortable watch.
4: You know, 2-1, 3-2 kind of game, which it's always been like with the Rangers through the years.
3: Right. what well, 2-1 one game, one nothing game, They make yep. you bite your, your fingernails the entire way. They lose game one last year in triple overtime at home. They go to seven games, you know, both first, uh, the first two series. Like, come on. It, yep. It's enough. That's why I do not think this series, I didn't think so before the series. I certainly don't think so afterward. I don't think it's going seven. And you got a game... You know, even the die-hard Ranger fans were thinking, "Oh, it's going to be a rough start." You know, the Devils are going to score that goal early on and the momentum. No, the Rangers took it.
4: No, they didn't. They, you know, they took a lot of bad penalties and they killed them all off, which was huge. And that just changed the momentum of the game. And then the Rangers uh, scored some goals with you know Tarasenko. Great pickup. Love that guy. And uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I just think that uh, the experience is just going to play the factor in this series. And I just think they're just going to be too much to handle. They're, the
3: devils. they're built, Justin. To win the Stanley Cup. Yes. Barclay Goudreau. We talk about the oh, I love new, that guy. Well, that's the thing. You get a guy yep. like Barclay Goudreau blocking shots, doing yep. the dirty work that he's gotta do. He doesn't get mentioned, you know, the penalty kills. He doesn't get mentioned with the Patrick Keynes or you know, yep. Tarasenko's, or you know, obviously uh Zabinajad and Kreider and, and Panarin. He's not mentioned with that, but he's just as important. That's why Chris Drury deserves the credit for putting oh, together sure a is. team like this that has everything.
4: Yeah, no, I agree 100%. You know, that fourth line with D.C. and uh, Mott, you know, I love that. Um, now, quickly on the Knicks. I agree with you. You know, we talked about it the other night. You said, you know, th- don't discard the uh, the Cavs. They got a lot of talent. I agree. Garland now is a problem. So, who is going to guard this guy? Because uh, this guy has got so much speed. Didn't realize he was this, this good. Yeah. Uh, you know, who is going to guard this guy? Because, you know, Brunson can't do everything you know, offensively and defensively,
3: so... uh... Well, I mean, Quentin Grimes is the Knicks' best player defensively. You want him, but usually you want him to try to slow down Donovan Mitchell. So, I mean, you're going to have to pick your poison as far as that goes. Somebody else can going to have to step up and play defense, and you can let maybe one of those guys go off, but you can't have both of them. That's the problem tonight. Yeah, well, you can't have both of them. The, the problem tonight, though, was everything. It wasn't oh, just yeah. Garland. I mean, Garland is going to be a problem. You're right. The problem is the Knicks did not shoot the ball well at all. I mean, they um, can't score. That's the problem.
4: They cannot hit. If they don't hit three-pointers, they do not win the game. And I'm so shocked they, they won the first game because their three-pointers
3: were not, not great. Correct. You know? And it's not even that. And, and like like we said, they were fortunate to win that first game, but it's not yeah. even just that. They don't Protect the basketball. They don't have, they have oh, too many, many bad possessions. Yeah, too many bad possessions, Justin, in a postseason game. You can't have that. You got to protect the ball. You got to get better shots. You got to make sure you don't turn the ball over. They just don't do that. They have too many bad possessions, not getting a shot off, throwing it all, oh. quickly throwing the ball away. Like they don't quickly know.
4: he has been just lost out there. Obviously, Barrett too looks terrible, but uh, I'm very surprised with Quickly, man. I thought he'd be really excelling in this kind of situation for him.
3: Agreed. They will not, and thank you for the call, Justin, they will not win this series without Emmanuel quickly having a positive impact. They need him. They need Emmanuel quickly to have a, especially, and the reason I say that is because they're not going to get it from Barrett. I mean, if they had Barrett to actually hit some shots, then they don't need necessarily quickly to do it, but you know, Barrett's not going to shoot the ball. Well, he just doesn't do it. He's never done it. He never will. I'm over uh, Barrett. I don't even want Barrett on the, on the floor. so, If you're not getting that production from him, they need, obviously, Randall and Brunson to keep doing what they're doing and either Grimes or Quickly to go off. In addition to Hart doing what he does. That was an ugly, embarrassing performance in Game 2 for the Knicks. You throw it out, you move on, and go take care of home court in Games 3 and 4 Friday and then Sunday afternoon. But all the good feel, I legit... After watching game one, I was like, man, the Knicks are better than this Cavs team. They played a crappy game, and they still were able to get the win. They're better. And then you watch tonight, and you're thinking, uh-oh. Maybe the Knicks aren't that good at all. Steve is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Steve? Hello. Uh, all right, Sal. Hey, what's up, Steve? All right, Big Sal. Listen.
5: The Rangers are right where we want them, man, because Ranger fans just eat this up. And I've said it a million times, Ranger fans, when they finally get home, they're good for a goal of the game. And because the, the Ranger fans are a hungry crowd. If you go to the game, I know you like going to those games. It, it's a, It's a nut house, but it's a fun house, too, at the same time. And if there's any fan base that deserves to be playing in June and winning in June, it is these range of fans. You can break down the game and everything. I'll just say I'm glad they brought in Pat Kane. I'm glad they able to create more scoring. Maybe but not big scoring, but let's get, see if we get some big scoring uh, plays during the, during the playoffs here because I'm loving this stuff. And I'm telling you, when they get back to the Garden to Game 3, Sal, big time
3: nut house. Yeah, it's going to be great, Stephen. thank you for the call. The atmosphere is going to be insane. Uh, I am not going to be there for Game 3, at least right now. I don't think I am, but who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind. See you later, honey. You can put the baby to sleep tonight. No, I have tickets for Game 6, if necessary. And I'm looking forward to that. But the Garden is going to be rocking here when the Knicks and Rangers return home. It is this city, you know, I mean, I don't got to tell you, this city is the most passionate city in the world, especially when it comes to their sports teams. And it's been too long... Since they've been alternating nights between Rangers and Knicks games. Ten years since they've been in the postseason again. That's a long time, ten years. And that was just the one time. You know, in in recent memory, obviously. You think about 94, what that was like, that building. You wearing that building out. I know Mike and Chris were going on the road. You know, with uh, traveling around all the Knicks and Rangers playoffs games, what a wild time that was. I mean, that's the glory days for the Knicks and Rangers. That must have been fun. Hopefully we get a little run. Hey, there's a realistic chance that we get a second round from each of these teams. How great would that be? You want to go to
6: Edmonton for the Stanley Cup Finals? I,
3: I would love to, Rosie.
6: Yeah, absolutely. What do you mean? Should we? Well, that's. A, I'm trying to think of a realistic 94 comparison, and despite the fact that Edmonton blew a 3-1 lead last night,
3: Edmonton, I, I, no, Vancouver. I think, I think Edmonton will still end up winning that series. So but.
6: do I, but it's just funny how Edmonton, everyone always picks Edmonton, they always lose.
3: Yeah, no I, no, I get that. But I would. of course I would go to Edmonton. I mean, I'm not realistically going to go to Edmonton, but I would love to go. Yeah, perfect world, I'd love to go. I think you can realistically go. No, I can't. Yeah, I'm married with a kid, Rosie. You got to come. You, there's, they, there's no, they can go. No. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. I wish that was the case. But the last time, you know, we talked about this 10 years ago when the Knicks and Rangers won the postseason. I'm just trying to think of before that. And this was obviously the 2012-2013 season. The Rangers made the postseason the two years before that uh, as the Knicks. So you had a, a look, but the Knicks were out in the first round uh, both times. So they had a three-year run from 2010 through twenty the 2012 2013 season, where they were both in the postseason at the same time. And that's what I mean. The Rangers have gone on runs, all right, missed the postseason, gone on runs, and then built it back up. They they broke it down, built it back up. The Knicks have just not had that. And then before that little three year stretch, the Knicks were only in an 03 04. The Rangers were not in in 04. And prior to that was the 90s, the late 90s, which were the glory days. I mean, the Knicks made the postseason every year from 87-88 through 2000-2001. And the Rangers made it the majority of time outside of two years from 77-78 through 96-97. They only missed the postseason twice. Remarkable. Linda is calling from Forest Hills. What's up, Linda? Hey Sal. How are you, I Linda?
0: I'm good. Uh, I can't even I'm I'm happy about this win tonight. I can't even allow myself to be pissed about the Mets.
3: <laughs> well, it just um, doesn't the game doesn't mean as much. Mets down three nothing right now.
0: Although I do believe J D. Martinez was available for ten million dollars. Uh, I wouldn't have wanted game. J.D.
3: Martinez. He does have two homers in the game tonight. I wouldn't want him.
0: Uh, oh well. Anyway, um, yeah, this game. I I don't think you could have drawn drawn it up better for the for the Rangers tonight. They played they played New Jersey's game. They beat them at their own game tonight, and the unsung heroes, like you said, Barclay Goudreau, um, Ryan Lindgren with that
3: goal. Who knew um, Lindgren had it in him? I sure didn't.
0: That was a hell of a shot. Um, yes,
3: you think? Yeah. I mean, it was a beautiful shot. That was a highly skilled that was a shot from Lindgren.
0: Shot in wow, uh, but yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see Panarin putting up points. But I would love to see Kane start. He, Kane was kind of invisible tonight. I would say.
3: Correct. So Kane, um, did, Kane did nothing. And, the Rangers still dominating. Kane did nothing. Think about that.
0: Exactly, um, I and I would like to see him uh, contribute on the score sheet, but otherwise, I think, Sal, I think this this Devils team is what the Rangers were two two years ago. I think they're in that stage.
3: Right, and now, that's kind I, of the point. I like the way you said that, Linda. That's kind of the point where they're mm-hmm. good, but they're not there yet. There's a certain metal that playoff teams – acquire the more you go through the postseason and the Rangers now being the second year in a row after losing in the conference finals a year ago and remember last year the the thought was all the Rangers are inexperienced and they were to Mm -hmm. to a certain extent I mean they made the playoffs under under Quinn the one year in 2019 2020 but that wasn't much uh, of a postseason appearance at all so really last year was their first run but They had they did two seven game series right out of the gate, and then that series with the Lightning. They gained plenty of experience, and maybe that's what the Devils. It's gonna yeah, right. Maybe it's we'll take the Devils this year. We'll see.
0: Um, they're they're up and coming, but I I will say if they shut Jack Hughes down, I mean he did score on that penalty shot, but um otherwise, if they shut Jack Hughes down, um I I think this. This Ranger team c- can win it in six. I won't say five. I won't say seven, but I will say six.
3: Yeah, I don't think it's going seven. Thank you for the call, Linda. And, and no particular reason other than, what is up with this thing, Rosie? What, what What the hell? Hold on a sec here. What is happening with this? I may need you to come in here and check this screen out. Did you hang up on uh, Linda for me there? Can you just come You hung up on her. Okay. Well, then what is, what is, oh, no. I closed it out. Whatever. I just touched it. This stupid screen, this touch screen is I'll not working. It. It's better now. I got it now. Don't touch a thing. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. I said before the series started that I did not think it was going seven. I liked the Rangers in six, but I would not be stunned. Uh, I did this video for Superbook where I was picking, uh, you know, the, the series and picking some games. I thought the Rangers would win last night, so that was a win. Picked the Rangers to win the Stanley Cup as a future at 14-1. Uh, I had the Rangers in the series with the Devils, which was, they were minus, I think, 105 or or was even money, something like that. And then the exact games, I forget what the prices were on that, but I would have done two. I only did one, the Rangers in six, but I would have done either the Rangers in five or the Rangers in six. Obviously, Rangers in five paid out much better. Point is, I could see a scenario where this goes five. I could have seen that before. And after watching, I certainly could see that scenario again. And the playoff series don't all go. I know the Rangers make it hard, you know, to to the point before with Justin when he was, you know, talking about Justin and Floral Park. I know the Rangers have made it hard on their fans during these postseason runs with seven-game series in the first round, but they don't always have to go that way. Be nice to wrap one up in five. Matt is calling from Howard Beach. What's up, Matt? Hey,
5: Sal. Good evening. How are you, Matt? Uh, Pleasure to talk to you. Good. Pleasure to speak to you,
3: thank you. You too. Um,
5: so, yeah, watching the Rangers tonight, pleasantly surprised, obviously with the outcome. You know, going into the game, like, oh man, these Devil teams got a lot of firepower. You know, that that does scare you a little bit. Um, I think the Rangers' experience in the last couple of seasons with with uh, coupled with the additions that they made at the deadline might be the difference for us. Um, Guys like Tarasanko and Kane, they may be invisible for a game, like Kane was kind of tonight, but they're never going to lose you a game. They're never going to make that bonehead play and say, oh, my God, why is this guy here? You know? Um, so I think it's 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 going to be a fun series either way. Um,
3: yeah, I and, was never – I get what you're saying. I respect the Devils, but I was never scared of them. I don't know why, Matt. Maybe it was just because last year. Maybe it was because of Igor – Maybe it's because the way they built this team. Chris Jury basically built this team perfectly to go on a Stanley Cup run. Now, does that mean it's going to happen? Right. No, not necessarily. Oh. But they have all the pieces, everything that you could want, all that it takes. They have it. Right. Now and they have to fair, just go right. execute. I
5: mean, like, Nothing is guaranteed, but right. certainly the the, the the parts are there to, to make it happen if it can happen for them.
3: Correct. And that's kind of why I love this team, Matt, because the hearts are all there. The penalty kill, the power play, the goaltending, top six scores defensively with uh, Adam Fox being a stud, you know, Lindgren being back healthy. They got lucky that the health started to get together at the right time, you know, getting, getting Lindgren back at the perfect time as they're starting to gel with the new guys that were brought in with Kane and Tarasenko. They got playoff experience now with the additions. They've got grinders, Goudreau, Modder. You know, that fourth line is really strong. They've got the young kids playing at a high level. They are, they've got all of They've got the right coach. All the pieces are there. It's not like, yeah, but if they did this, all the pieces are there. Now, they may fall short. Maybe they get beat by the Bruins. Who knows? Maybe they get beat by the Devils here. But all the pieces are in place. And that's why I was not fearing this series. I was looking forward to it. I wanted the Devils. Because I don't think the Rangers are going to lose to them. And that was as dominant a postseason performance as we've seen with this Rangers team. Last year, everything was so tight. Intense moments every step of the way. Finally, so a little breathing room. A nice... I don't want to call it a rocking chair, but I guess if you could have a hockey game be a rocking chair, that was it. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Whatever's on your mind on this Tuesday night, salakata.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: On The Fan. The Fan is better when you're part of it. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered
1: by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
3: got It back on the fan. 877 337 Yankees lose at home to the Angels. Mets trailing the Dodgers right now. Bottom five in L.A. Rangers with a huge win over the Devils. And the Knicks get embarrassed in game two in Cleveland. Whatever it is you want to discuss on this now Tuesday night. Rosie, did you happen to watch? I saw, I was just looking uh, on Twitter. I saw some tweets from the Yes Network. They had a New analyst debut tonight, I guess. Uh, not on the broadcast, but on the post-game show. Did you happen to watch any of the Yankee post-game show on, yes? Uh, I think I might have. Uh, I, Todd Frazier. Todd Fra- Wes Frazier, okay. Yeah, Todd Frazier made an appearance. Did, now, you, did you know he's from Tom's River? Uh, I was aware of that. I heard that. So let me tell you my Todd Frazier story. I have never met him personally, but, you know, he played. I, I had him on my radio show when I was down in the minors at OR. I had him on my radio show uh, years ago when he first got to the Mets line as a free agent, whatever it was, and I uh, interviewed him, and he was fine. I was like, oh, what numbers do you expect to put up? So, you know, 250, uh, 35, and a hunch. Uh, and it, it turns out he did put those numbers up. It took him two years to do it. Uh, matter of fact, I don't even know if he did do it. I, I think he was talking about one season, though, when he when he was talking to me. Anyway, so, like, I would, you know, do my job on SNY and criticize either him or the team or whatever, because the team stunk back then, right? 2018, 20, what was what year was it? 2019, 2020. Might have earlier than that. I yeah, afraid, right. Isn't? No, I think it was 18. Uh yeah. Wow, now you might be right because I was uh, OR was over by then. Maybe it was 17, 18. Anyway, whatever it was, I, I didn't think anything of it. Like I've I've done my job for years. I've been in SNY, you know, 13 years, is gonna be 14 years pretty soon. Didn't think anything of it. And then one day. 18-19. and 19. Eighteen. It was 18-19, and 19. okay. Gary Apple, who works at SNY, does the Mets pre- and post-game. He comes back to the studio. He goes, hey, Sal. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Gary? G-App, what's up, man? Todd Frazier's looking for you. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, no, he's, he was asking about me. I was out there. He was asking, hey, where's that guy, Lakata? Anthony McCarran, who also works at SNY. He would have gone out to the ball, came back, said the same thing. Oh, Sal, Todd Frazier's looking for you. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And I guess the big dog wanted the piece of me. He wanted me to go out there and, and I don't know, he wanted to chew me out or something because I was criticizing his crappy team. No, I'm just doing my job. Your team stinks. You put up a fraction of the numbers that you said you were going to put up, and you're going to look for me. So years later, recently, I got his number. And I said, hey, hey, big dog, Lakata here. Why don't you come on uh, Baseball Night New York? I'm ready to have you. Never got back to me. Uh, by the way, he's welcome to come on this show anytime. Love to talk to the big dog. I want to see exactly what the beef was that he had with me, even though I never met him before. Real, yeah. Is the big dog his nickname? Yeah, isn't he big? Oh no, maybe that's because he always said big dog. You remember he was always saying, uh, I don't know. I, I, there was one was somehow. We, we I came originally up, thought it was the mayor, but then I—that's Sean Casey. Ma, uh, right? that's Sean
6: Casey. No, no. I, I think, get my Reds first baseman mixed
3: up. I think Todd Frazier and Frazier was third base. I think primarily when it was with the Reds. Anyway, I think Frazier. I think it was you always call everybody big dog. That was his thing. So I think I don't know what the issue is, but I gave him the opportunity to try to clear the air a little bit, and he turned me down. So I did not get a chance to watch it. I was just busy watching the Rangers and Knicks, uh, and then I had to come here to get ready to do this show after the you know baseball night New York show. Uh, I'd be curious to see how the big dog did. On yes, I'm sure he's fine. I'm he's, sure he's I'm sure he, he's a media guy. Yeah, well he's got the he's got that uh, you know outgoing personality. Yes, uh, I'd like to see what my what his issue was with me though. That,
6: that you probably, you know, maybe you didn't do it to his face. What do you mean do it to his face? We don't mean to go into the
3: clubhouse and seek him out and say, hey, what happened? You told me you were going to hit two forty, two ten. I think that, I think he'd respect you more. Yeah, I got I got stuff to do. It's not my job to go in the car. <laughs> I gave him, I, I reached out to him. You got a problem? Either call the radio show or come on the TV show. We're looking forward to having you. I got no issues. But when multiple people came back, I didn't go seek it in with any issues. I'm just doing my job. Multiple people came back and said, oh, man. Like, clearly he he wanted Todd some. Tom Fraser's th- looking for solid. Yeah. Time. I'm right here, big dog. Where are you at? Now you're one of us. Now you crossed over. Guess what? Hey, maybe you'll have some players looking for you soon. If you're doing your job right. 877-337-6666. Eric is calling from Ron Konkuma. Eric, so you got on the uh, the lines nice and early this, morning, or this afternoon uh, yeah, or this evening. Yeah, what the hell yeah, time sure is
8: it? <laughs> yeah, I had to had to try to get in earlier. That was a little uh, crazy last night. But uh, yeah, look at that. you got you got the guys seeking you out there you know, that. Uh,
3: well, that was years you know, ago. It was when he was with the Mets. So I don't know. I mean, well, I, I still like bringing up the story because it's true. I mean, I don't... yeah. And I never well, I, I had never done. had an encounter with him since. Right. I yeah, know that's funny.
8: But you know, speaking of, before I get to the, the hockey point, speaking on the Mets, I mean, it looked like before I left for work, it looked like they were playing somewhat sloppy there. So that's not. Uh, that's not a good sign for tonight, but, uh, you know, uh, it's funny, you, you joked a few minutes back about, uh, you know, not going out to Edmonton, you know, obviously, you know, being married, having a kid and all that stuff. You know, I've heard a lot of talk the last couple of days, and I and I understand the point of, you know, if you're a fan of a team around here, but trying to go to a game where it's, it's much less expensive to try to go, let's say, in the Islanders' case, go to Carolina to see a game, you could probably... Get a, a really good seat, you know, airfare, travel, whatever, hotel, whatever, and right? Still, pay, still, pay less than here. But the only problem is, in a case like what you were saying, or in, you know, in a case of like the Islanders only got into the playoffs at the last game, you know, so now you, know, you don't have the time. You can't get off of work or whatever the
3: reason. Yeah, it's a pain in the What's neck. It's too, mu- it's too right. much. It's too much hassle. for a huge right, game. Exactly. If it were easy, if it were easy or let's say if it worked into your schedule, right, your off days or whatever. I know you don't have any off days, but let's just say it fit the off day. Then maybe you can consider it for a big game. I I remember going, geez, this is probably 2019 now. I remember going with my buddy Chris. We went to Ottawa for Rangers-Senators. Yeah, and a big game there that they ended up losing, and they lost that series. I'm pretty sure they came back home and ended up losing it. But, yeah, we went to Ottawa. I I loved it. I love doing that. So I would love to go to Edmonton. If that were the case for the Stanley Cup, but I mean the ticket is going to be absurd. Edmonton is across the country, like that's a pain in the neck. Yeah, so that, that's that's that, not realistic,
8: right? Well, that what well, I when you were saying that. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. Edmonton is the, you know, right, the West Coast uh, in Canada, you know. So yeah, that that's got to be difficult uh, just just to do. But yeah, I mean, I could certainly, you know, see the. I mean, like I was. Oh, by
3: the way, the Ottawa heard... the Ottawa trip. I said 2019. It must have been 2017 because I was just thinking it was before I was married. It was right before I got oh. married. As a matter of fact which was, it had to be, so it's 2017, because they got married in May of that year.
8: But but I could, you know, I mean, I was surprised even just to hear that uh, there were tickets available for game one from last night for the Devil's Rangers, which I, I thought was...
3: Yeah, but was here's why. Game. Here's why. Now, I don't know, I can't speak to the Prudential Center. they ha- Who told you that they had tickets available?
8: Oh, I just heard, you know, uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, Carter Roberts, I think they were... T- right, t- uh, and it was it was like available
3: them. not on a secondary market? They were just talking about regular through Ticketmaster or whatever? I
8: I, I believe that was the case. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they were saying so that it was, it I, was
3: through, I, Okay, yeah. I would believe it because the prices are absurd. So, like, if you yeah. go, when I was growing up, you or, or, you know, when I was a teenager and able, able to go to these games on my own, Knicks and Rangers playoffs, I didn't have the money to go, but even if I did, you couldn't get the ticket. It was an impossible yeah. ticket to get. <clears throat> so now, yeah. now you like unless you had season tickets or unless you bought them through a broker or on the secondary market, you couldn't get the ticket. Now, I could go on Ticketmaster right now and probably find yeah. a ticket or two for any of the Knicks and Rangers' upcoming home games. problem is they're like 500 bucks a piece. Right, right.
8: Yeah, well, like you were telling me, you know what uh, you know, you're going to the Knick game. You were telling me what you paid. I'm like that. That didn't seem, you know, that horrible. I mean, I don't know where your seats are, but I mean, like for example, the game I'm going to on Sunday is game four. You know, hopefully, it's not the last game they're playing in that series. I mean, I'm I'm way up in there uh, in the in UBS. Uh, but I mean, I paid one sixty per ticket. Did you pay face value? Uh I, I don't know. I mean, I got it through, you know, one of the secondary markets. But okay, it was, well, it maybe it it may not. Yeah, the the it 120 twenty plus the fees.
3: So. I'm trying yeah. to think if I got uh, uh, some – because some of the tickets that I bought were – yeah, the Knicks ticket that I bought was resale. So I paid over whatever the face is, probably by like 100 bucks yeah. per ticket, which sucks, but it was right. the best seat, and I wanted to go, and it was the best option that was available. Then I bought tickets for the um, Eastern Conference quarters, now wait a second. Did I screw this up? Uh, no, no, no. That is the quarter. I'm talking about the semis. I bought Eastern Conference right. semis tickets for the Knicks, and that was through Ticketmaster through the Garden, and okay. it was 461 bucks. Okay. I mean that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of money sure, for sure, one ticket. Sure, Sure. Sure. Well, that's why I only stuck with what I. What did the hell did I even buy here? Now I'm trying to look. Now you got me. Now I'm worried about this. What the hell did I buy here? Oh, round. So, round two, right. That's a so round two, home game three would be game six in the second round. And that ticket, okay. while it's a decent seat, it's not a great seat. It's decent seat. It, it's, yeah, like 461 bucks. It's absurd. Yeah.
8: Right. I mean, I haven't been in the garden in a while, so the floor plan is. Uh, is escaping me at the moment. But, yeah, I mean, that's you know, but, but that's why I went for what I did, because you know, this it, guaranteed a game four, you know, to be played yeah, in this case. I mean, you know, you're never sure about anything beyond game four. So uh, I'm always uh, hesitant about it. Yeah, about I get, get that. Yeah.
3: If you yeah. want to go see a game, I get that. For me, I'd rather just go see – first of all, I had to see what the days that I could go on were. And oh, then I want to see right. – if if I could, I'd rather see game five or game six as opposed to game three or game four. Or game one or game two for that matter. The Rangers tickets that I bought just two days ago, I was able to buy them through Ticketmaster, which is face value through the garden. The problem they get you with fees, I mean, you're paying $100 in yeah. fees on top yeah. of the ticket. So it's the same thing, came to like $470, $468 per ticket. And it's not, wow. you know, it's a little bit off to the corner, a little bit, but but in the 200 So not off. Yeah. I, I felt like after doing some research, I felt like it was the best value. But think about that. We're talking about round one. Almost 500 bucks per ticket. That's absurd.
8: All right, just thinking what it'll be if they get to the next round. I mean, are you taking your nephew on that one? Yeah, rest? so
3: we, we are waiting to see. And thank you for the call, Eric, and good luck to your Islanders, although I'm sure I'll talk to you before then. We are waiting to see. He's got a hockey schedule himself. Uh, he plays his game. So they may have to travel the night before to accommodate their Sunday schedule. If that's the case, i got to figure out who I'm going to sell that ticket to. Who I'm, you know, going to go to the game with, but on their own, dime, Because really, my nephew is, why, Rosie? Uh, you can take me? Yeah, you, uh, you got 468 bucks. Can we do a payment plan? What, what do I look like? Lay away Lakata here? I mean, come on, Rosie. I'll let you know. I'll get back to you. Well, right now, I'm trying to take my nephew. So, like right, I said, I don't I, want to take your nephew. Yeah, spot. no, I want to take him to the game. So, that's the whole that's the whole point.
6: And I just checked by the way, it's 400 to get into game 3 for the Knicks. And that's face value or verified? No, retail? that's that's uh second market, secondary market.
3: Yeah, and that's game 3 Friday night. Friday night 400, that's counting all in fees the And what what section you have there in the 400s or no?
6: I will check for you. And then I was in 220 for game 2 on Thursday night for Rangers-Devils to get into the Prudential Center. That's the cheapest I saw as well.
3: All right, that's not bad. If I could go to one of these weeknight games, I would I would do it. I can't. The game starts at 30. As a matter of fact, tonight even started earlier. Thursday starts at 7.30. Anyway, the tickets are absurd at the Garden. They get you. And that's not even parking or, you know, train to get there or the food or drinks. You're talking, like, I am legit. I'm taking my wife Sunday to the Knicks game. I am spending, and I didn't, she was like, how much is the ticket? And I didn't really want to tell her, but then she forced it. So I had to say something. But we are, you know, you talk about two tickets, 461 a piece. It's almost $1,000 to go to a freaking first-round playoff game. And that's not even counting. That's what I mean. We're going to be in over $1,000, yeah. w- whether we park, uh, you know, driving and park, or take the train. And obviously, we're going to get food. I don't think either of us are going to, you know, drink alcohol or whatever. But, like... Got to eat before. Get some sandwiches. I'm not, I mean, I'm not. Get a hot dog for When I'm there, I'm there. I'm not worried about necessarily. If you're going to go, my theory is if you're going to go, just go and enjoy yourself. Don't worry about the money. Worry about that later. But the point is, it should not be $1,000 for two people to go to all playoff game. I, I agree with that, but
6: I don't, like, there's no other, like, A first it's, what round the mar- playoff game. it's what the market is. Like, how can you get around it?
3: Which is why I sucked it up and jumped on those tickets because I knew that that was going to be an even hotter ticket and the seats weren't bad. So I thought, all right, well, these seats aren't bad. Okay, yes, I'm paying over the, you know, whatever the face value is, but this, this is the best option. I'd rather pay that than pay similar and sit. Four hundred levels. So. I
6: I agree with that, but it's it's if that's what the market demands, paying the, listen going to sporting events is so ridiculous anyway. I paid seventy four dollars for standing room only tickets for Mets opening day. What standing
3: room only? Where'd you stand?
6: What do they have you standing? We walk around. You 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 standing room only. You just walk around. You don't you, like, have it. There's no section. No section. No seats. You just stand, and you walk around. Oh, what good is that? You're in the building. For what? Can you see anything in the building? Yes, Can you of watch course. On I the was, big screen, we were, we were on the Shea Bridge for a majority of it. Okay. Listen, I've been to like twenty-two straight Met Open home opener, so I'm not. I'm going to get in the I building no it. matter what. I
3: get it. Just to but say, it, you went there. How many? I wonder how many of those tickets they sell. Because couldn't that just like lot. Couldn't that lead to just like a massive crowd? It could. They have to have a limit on. I would think. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's ridiculous to get to these games. I remember last year thinking regular season baseball game Mets Marlins. And I want to say May or June. It was like 200 bucks for a field-level seat. Was like, are you out of your mind? It should be 50 bucks, 100 bucks max. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Sal Akata on The Fan. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. I put three on it. 877-337-6666. <laughs> Salah got it back on the fan. Taking it to 2 a.m. Who's doing the overnight tonight? L- overnight roulette. What do we got tonight? Brian McKeon will be on at 2 a.m. Let's get to the calls here. Nathan is calling from Lakewood, New Jersey. What's up, Nathan?
4: Yeah, that's me, Nathan.
5: Uh, I'm actually on the way back from uh, the Yankee game tonight. And uh, I'm calling... I'm calling here as a Yankee fan. Just, I feel like we've been seeing some dry, some just dry baseball. Yankees performance, like you're leaving seven runners on base. What's that all supposed to mean? I, uh, there, there's nothing going on tonight. I just want to hear your take. What could the Yankees be doing better so that we could see some
3: good Yankee performance? You know, it's a great question, Nathan. I think right now they're just ravaged by injury. I know it sounds like an excuse, but they are. I mean, think about this Yankee lineup. They got Peraza called up. He's at second base. They have IKF in center field. There's no Stanton in it. You got Volpe leading off. LeMayhew is in the meat of the order. Uh, Higashioka, Hicks. That is not, I mean, it's not a good lineup right now.
5: Do you, my question more specifically is, do you see hope for this year's Yankees the way we're seeing the
3: way we're seeing I'm not seeing any anything anything uh, Yeah I mean I I know what you're saying they don't look like a world series team right now right that's the goal every year to win a world series the 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 reason why I do have hope Nathan and thank you for the call the reason why I do have hope for your Yankees is because they have a loaded roster they just need to start to get some of these guys back healthy I mean you saw a game that Clark Schmidt started, and he has not been very good, to say the least. And instead, maybe Rodon should be taking his spot. Now, the problem is Rodon is always hurt. And just when he started to come back with the arm thing, then he's got a back thing. So Rodon and Sevy need to come back, but those are two guys who are always hurt. So I can't sit here and say, well, they'll be back, and you can rely on them because I'm not sure that you can. Harrison Bader, Josh Donaldson, John Carlos Stanton, I mean, they need to get these guys back. That changes the look of the lineup. And unfortunately, they're going to be out for a while. Bader should be close to getting back at some point. Donaldson re-injured or still felt tightness in his hamstring. And by the way, even when he's been healthy, he hasn't been very good. So he's a problem. And with Stanton, you're going to miss him for at least four to six weeks. So the Yankees are going to have to try to... Tread water here, or at least survive, and they usually do, at least survive the next month and a half or so until they start to get some of these guys back. Eventually, Cashman will be able to make some moves to help the team out when needed. But right now, they just need the guys here to do their job. Volpe is not doing enough. They're trying to get him going at a leadoff spot now and change the look of that lineup. He looks good. I know he got on a couple of times again. Drove in a run today with a walk. He looks good. He's just not, the results aren't there. He can't be hitting a buck 80, especially now as a leadoff guy. He's got to get it going. Torres is cooled off. You know, they, they, could they use Judge to carry him again? Judge came up at a big moment in this game, sack fly, but instead you needed a, a bomb. If the Yankees don't hit home runs, they have trouble scoring runs. It's no secret. Dino's calling from Maryland. What's up, Dino. So, how you been? Good, Dino. How are you? I'm doing well. I'll just say this very quickly. My students down here as a math teacher had to take a geometry test
8: today. So of course, while I'm proctoring, I have my I have my jacket on, and of course, underneath my jacket was the Barkley Goudreau lucky green Irish shirt
3: today. Nice, and it I worked.
8: Did, yep, I'm looking forward to wearing it on Thursday.
3: Yeah, I mean it, it worked for the wind, Dino. You brought up Barkley Goudreau blocking some shots. Yeah, I love Goudreau. I like I like the yo, his presence on the on the ice,
8: the fourth line, the whole nine yards. Thank you, Sal. Have a good night.
3: Thank you, Dino. Yeah, I mean those guys are the grinders that help win Stanley Cups. Easy to forget when you get caught up in the Tarasenko trade, in the Patrick Kane trade, in the power play, and what Kreider has been doing, in Panarin, and Zibanejad, and Igor, and Fox, and Lindgren. But those fourth-line grinders, Goudreau in particular, those are guys that win Stanley Cups. And that's why he's here. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the side. Sal Akata on the fan.
7: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?